Hello. <laughs> Sam and Steve here. So come on, settle in, get those volume settings right. That's it. Come on, we're all in this together. It doesn't matter what podcast you've come to listen to. Listen to all the podcasts, yeah? You know, well, not all of them, sort of just this one now. It's on, so you may as well just carry on listening to us. We're going to kick off with a special episode. It's celebrating a year of our podcast and the Life on the Road David Brent film. It has been a busy year of negativity. It's been elections, it's been Brexit. Oh, trust us to get political, guilty. But after all the effort and the late nights recording, we're having the last laugh. We've been number one at Christmas in the iTunes charts. We've just launched our merchandise range. I don't think we've sold quite enough yet to worry inland. We don't have to pay any tax, do we? Stop talking. Huh? Just introduce the podcast. Yeah, so um, anyway, you'll you'll also learn about sausages and pies. So you might learn something. So yeah, enjoy. I will not have her tunnel banded around this office willy-nilly. I can make that dream come true too, a.k.a. for you. Eat it out. There's people starving in the world, which I hate. Oh, love me. Pathetic. Hello. How are we doing then? Welcome to Out of Office Life on the Road slash... Birthday special. anniversary special. That's, yeah. <laughs> Good title. <laughs> Snappy. Yeah. That's how to get them. Um, if we're nothing else, we're efficient. Yeah. And also consistent. But, um, yeah. So, this, if all goes to plan, I think it's worth putting that little proviso in there. Um, Love a caveat. Because things don't always go to plan, Steve. Um, if it does go to plan, then this will be released exactly a year after our first release. Is that right? Probably should have nailed this down before we started. But. That's George Michael's latest release. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Uh, right. But yeah, so it's been a year. What? I mean, if you had to choose um, like a favourite part of the podcast over the last year, um, what's, what would you, what would you nod towards? I'd say probably um, re-watching the whole series again. You know, going through a lot of the episodes and little sort of picking out bits I haven't seen before yeah but, but. I mean if I'm thinking more like you know what's sort of your favourite um, you know you, you're part from sort of within the podcast uh, related arena uh, probably the, the meeting the guests you know speaking to a lot of people yeah the, that are in the, 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 the guests in the show so yeah that's the, sort of they're sort of external aren't they really I'm thinking more you know sort of something that we've done within within the podcast um, in that case, probably going down and recording with James Buckley. That was cool going into his studio. Yeah, James was... James Buckley's a guest, isn't he? So we've sort of you know we've done the guests, we've done we've done the externals. So you've got yeah. Let's let's take let's take the guests as red. Okay. What's um, what's your favourite part? It's been great having so many listeners and the interaction on our social media and interacting with you know the yeah. fans. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean that's fair, but obviously we, guests and fans and listeners—that's all. That's all sort of part of the same pie, isn't it? You know, I'm thinking. You know, let, let's think sort of within the podcast, the recording process, and the, the time it's taken. What's sort of been your favourite? You know, your favourite bit of it. What, what have you enjoyed? Um, I suppose in in that case, it's probably been having to spend time with you. Ah, uh, oh, that's, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's backfired a bit, isn't it? Um. Oh, well, I mean, can we? Do you want to leave that in as uh, me? That's well, I could. I mean, I'm looking forward to 
going for a drink with Steve Brody. Well, Probably. yeah, but you've said me now, haven't you? So just we'll leave that in, shall we? Okay. Yeah. Um, what about you? Probably the ratings. Consistent number ones and number one at Christmas. So next. today's podcast we're discussing life on the road the david the road. brent film the film catches up with brent 12 years after the airing of bbc mockumentary the office to find he is now a traveling salesman however he hasn't given up on his dream of rock stardom and he's about to embark on a self-financed uk tour with his band foregone conclusion assembling a group of session musicians who are just in it for the money brent cashes in his pensions and takes unpaid leave in a bid to turn his dream into reality as released 19th of august 2016 um, unfortunately, it was a bit of a box office flop. Um, yeah. With a budget of ten million, and it only recouped three point five. Ten million. Um, didn't do it for the money. So, didn't want to. Yeah. Next. Um, That's not counting all the you know sales <laughs> after. Yeah. So. To be fair, interestingly, I wonder if you made anything back on the soundtrack. Uh, I think on Spotify you get naught point naught two pence a play, something like that. Yeah, people get. I think we need to stop playing this. I know, I know Ricky's short of a few quid. Yeah, let's let's yeah let's campaign for some pennies for Ricky or yeah. pennies of pennies. Uh, I'm not sure if that's across the board. Every artist or music, someone out there might know more than me. Probably most do. Don't really care. Yeah, to be honest. Not really that bothered. But I mean, you do the maths. <laughs> How many players to make a quid? But we'll we'll go through our um, we'll go through our our notes and our review of it and everything. Um, but it wasn't massively critically acclaimed either no. I, IMDB give it a rating of 6.3 out of 10 Rotten Tomatoes 58% 58% was from them wasn't it it was yeah. like 46 or something from the audience was itself it? was it yeah so even worse from that which yeah. is yeah it's just a shame but, um, yeah I mean it's it's a strange one isn't it because it's the sort of thing that probably got overhyped to an extent I think there was a massive um Buzz. I remember being well up for it. I think I got the pre-order DVD, um, and yeah, was just mad for it. I, I, I'm pretty sure the album came out first. Yeah. So I remember buzzing me. over the album and then thinking, right, I can't wait for the film. Can't wait for the film. And it had been so long. So um, yeah, there was there was definitely hype amongst the Office fans. I think those ratings though, they're not. They're from just film buffs, aren't they? They're not Office fans, so yeah. it's skewed a little bit. I think amongst Office fans, it probably is still regarded as as pretty good i don't think it's yeah i mean uh, it's difficult to follow up the christmas the, specials yeah. but at the same time um if you take it in its own right as an office fan um i don't think it's quite as bad as 58 percent. or if you're a telly purist then maybe you might not be that happy at the kind of the milking of a character a little bit more and prolonging it but i think there was a genuine interest in brent as a musician to do it for sure, clearly, I think he, to spend ten million on it might, might have been a bit much, but it, to me, it's almost like a real life representation of Brent himself in the film. He cashes in his pensions. He spends twenty grand on the tour, 
this to me seems a little bit like Ricky's <laughs> spent some money so he gets to be a rock star because he never got to be that rock star when he was younger. Yeah, there's every chance of that. That's, oh, a, uh, that's a bit insightful. Can I, yeah, can I just say, do we need to bring the bell back yeah, for this? That's far too early in this. But that does, I, I did get that feeling with it through the whole thing. Because for the, all the PR and all the, um, the media stuff beforehand, it was all him performing on the one well, show and he did all a, this he did the tour didn't he yeah she went so and it, took it live so yeah I, I makes think, sense i think a lot of this was a bit of a vanity project where he thought you know what i fancy being a rock star for six months i've got a few quid so let's yeah. do it i don't blame him i would yeah absolutely if as well if it was brent you'd probably say the band wouldn't be any good but yeah. they actually are yeah, and that I think makes it more evident that Ricky is probably trying to be the rock star because yeah. he wanted to play with some decent musicians. Yeah, he didn't, and they were. He didn't want it to be shit, did he? No, nah. the songs are good. The album's good. I've said it do, many a time. I've said it throughout all of the all the pods we've done. I think the album itself, genuinely, although they are um, a bit gimmicky and a, a bit kind of parody songs to an extent, a lot of them hold up <laughs> to an extent. Definitely. Well. well you know, what, 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 what's the gimmick? What's the gimmick in "Please Don't Make Fun of the Disabled"? No, it's a strong message, <laughs> and you know, one we fully stand behind or sit. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, so we've, we've both made some notes. Yeah, we have both got notes. So we oh. both uh, tasked ourselves to go away and watch the film, make some notes, um, and then come back and watch it together and discuss. So shoot, let's get into it. Yeah. Hello, I'm David Brent. You probably know me as the star of the BBC Two documentary, The Office, back in 2000 and... <laughs> no, that was then, this is now. I'm currently a singer-songwriter. Oh. And a rep. So the first scene we see David introduce himself. Yeah. Um, Age well. Really? <laughs> I genuinely... <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I did think... That is how time works. <laughs> you know, inevitably people age. Yeah. But to me, he looked almost like he'd lost too much weight. Oh, and what, it, too quickly? He got the little... Yeah, got, got the wattle. He got the wattle. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I mean, we'll come to that later on, but <laughs> it it kind of looked like he'd been ill. It, look, it, didn't, it didn't look right. Well, I think, I'm pretty sure in between then he, he'd done Derek mm. and... There are glimpses where I see him, and I think, "Oh, it's Derek," <laughs> and it's—I don't know—it catches you off guard a bit because it's like, "What's Derek doing?" It and it, some of his looks and his eyes, and it's just like, "Oh." So yeah, it's it. it, it I think because of his work in between, obviously mm. Brent and uh, and Brent, then it uh, yeah, it slightly confuses me at some points. But other well, than that, I mean, what can he do? <laughs> That's, that's time I'm afraid <laughs> 10 million that's life still can't buy you 12 years can it mm. first of all he's a singer songwriter slash rep yeah um, in that order yeah and it, this is the, the first scene when he's talking to a client is the first point at which I noticed the first callback to the office itself although Ricky said he didn't want this to be seen as a continuation of the series and just as a spin-off of the, the series itself he wanted it to be a standalone project there's definitely throughout the throughout the film there's little Easter eggs sort little of nuggets, give, giving a, a nod back to the the office and the first one I picked up on in the first scene 
the guy he's talking to what do you mean who does my tampons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, clearly asked him yeah and if if you know from the, the Christmas specials when he asked the guy you know who does your tampons it seems to me like that would be almost part of his little script and a bit well, of his pattern now well I put that I, I thought obviously if you've got um, in the Christmas special it looked quite spontaneous like yeah. he'd almost thought of it on the spot um, who does tampons how do you shoehorn that question into your patter all the way um, I don't know it's, it's a skill you're the you're the on the road salesman uh, I am an on the road well podcaster extraordinaire <laughs> and and then rep um, I do have if ever I am pitching or doing stuff like that there is a flow you get into and you go to it um, and you can't you can't sell as effectively without it it's definitely right well, to be fair, even if someone asks me a question that's totally unrelated to the start point that I need to get to say it's tampons I'll then ask them the question that I know starts me on my trail so I'll completely ignore what they've said so maybe that's what Brent's doing it's like in, like in an interview if uh, you do your research and everything you go into the interview and you know you've got a, a major point that you want to put across even if you've not <laughs> asked it you just kind of find a way to shoehorn it in there yeah exactly but I mean with with this it could be that in the Christmas special, it looks as though he's just made a sale. He sold those chamois, taking off the stain job, not the paint job. And maybe it's one of those additional questions where he's thought, right, I've nailed down one sale. I'll just go in there, see if I can push, see what I can get. It's called the upsell. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> the upsell, Steve. The upsell. Yeah. It's the um, best part. Once you've got them, they're already you know, they're, they're putty in your hands. <laughs> That's when you start getting the add-ons. You know, your car mats, your spray, your super guards, yeah, your gap insurance. I'm not a car salesman, but, you know, could be. <laughs> Talking so of cars, I've noted down uh, Insignia. Insignia. Solid reps car, that is. It is a solid reps car. I mean, again, from being within the rep world, that you see a lot of Insignias. Um, is there a fleet you know, of them on the outside? Are they all Insignias? Uh, yeah, they've all got the same yeah. car, haven't they? Yeah, so you would. You know what I mean? Solid. Probably got a good deal on that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that he um, he he said that he was going to go on his tour um, because his one last chance to make it in music, um, which says to me that obviously with his previous band, Foregone Conclusion, that well, Mark One, yeah, um, that he he thought he had that chance and almost blew it ended up selling paper and now he's going back for one last chance yeah why not um, have you got anything about when he goes into the office um, obviously this probably one of if not the main takeaway for everyone from the film I think he's probably the coming cumin the, <laughs> the big uh, yeah the big um, yeah payoff that yeah. gets used a lot it's it's strange that the moment I saw him go into his office and he was saying about, you know, this is this is just a little game we play, you know. You know <laughs> don't, don't, I'm, I'm yeah, a single man. I'm a single that. man. Um, I'm on the market. I think, for me, instantly, I think, right, he's deluded and thinks that he's playing some kind of flirty game where actually he's just disliked by a lot of the people that he works with. Um, he sees himself as some kind of sex symbol and then he starts talking about his dating history. Um, uh, yeah. Poor girls, rich girls, <laughs> white girls. See where Calvin Harris got his lyrics from. <laughs> um, yeah, stop at white girls. Yeah, I did. I did Disappointing. En- I did enjoy the uh, 
the fat girl not being bubbly just a bit grumpy always hungry yeah <laughs> very good yeah i mean we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and diss the bigger girls are we nah, nah. i tried need love too i tried to find some humor out of um the spices they come in cumin <laughs> whatever spices could be made uh, into innuendo but i couldn't really think of anything that, that works that can well. do it ginger mm. turmeric mm. no, no doesn't work send um, them in if you've got any yeah <laughs> spice innuendos yeah spice your endo <laughs> spice your endo hey um yeah pauline he uh, the woman that works with him seems to quite like him to be yeah. fair she said that she's got know, a she yeah. lives across from him although he hasn't even noticed didn't, her didn't know he didn't thought know she was mental he'd even he'd even been taken home by her didn't <laughs> even know she, that she drove um but yeah she seems interested in in his tour his lyrics and that's where the whole um how am i spelling coming cumin comes from and that's a shame with brent i think again a bit of insightful analysis is that he's so desperate for the kind of the the light and the the stardom and the acclaim and all of you know the the stuff that comes with that that he can't see it when it's in front of his face it's mm. a good I point so. and then he starts talking about squirting and uh, juice no one knows what <laughs> squirt yeah i don't know about you i found that hard to have you done any research on that i haven't i was banking on you finding out what I, that was yeah i thought do you know what We'll leave it. We've done 26 episodes. My internet history is an absolute <laughs> write-off. I'm not going to go looking into what constitutes squirt. It's yeah, no. Not for not for public consumption anyway. No. I'd, yeah. I'd That's just for my own downtime. May have a few stories, but <laughs> they'll be shared over a, over yeah. a beer. And, you know, one day. Juice. Email in if you want to know. <laughs> um, Don't. He's got his one friend, Nigel. Nigel. Tom Nigel Martin. Yeah. What a lad. Goalkeeper. I'm a big fan of that. A big fan of uh, fuck knows and <laughs> just the general the general banter deck. I noted um, his characters. I don't know how much of the XFM you used to listen to, but a lot of them were used on XFM back in the yeah, day. Holy, holy fuck. fuck. Definitely. Um, Lionel Fancy. Lionel Fancy. Uh, his, <laughs> I think it was... Um, Camp David, <laughs> or oh, yeah, Camp David or David David Gay or something like that is what he used to call him on XFM. <laughs> but yeah, he hasn't he hasn't ventured very much further with his it, characters. It's it's again this kind of took me as a little bit of a, a nod back to the office when he was called in for inappropriate jokes and yeah. being told off by uh, his manager Miriam, uh, and you know saying about inappropriate jokes and that sort of thing, and. He goes out of his way to try and prove that he's not yeah. racist or he's fully inclusive by getting in his black friend who says mixed. Yeah. That's my favourite. That's my favourite. And again, going back to the office, Even, it's consistent. Yeah, yeah. Brent, you know. Brent's back, Brent, Brent, isn't he? Oliver, he does like a mix. They are his favourites. Yeah, and even more different because yeah. his mum was a black one. <laughs> <laughs> like that makes any difference. <laughs> Uh, but I think someone mentions it later. I think it's during the um, the Native American song, isn't it? They're they're sort of talking about him, and it's not that he's racist. It's just it's just ignorant. Yeah. And that's I don't know. Is that worse? I think we've uh, talked about it before, but it's 
Is it worse? Whose job is it to inform him? Mm. Is it society or should somebody be pulling him up? It's a complete lack of self-awareness, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's dangerous to be that way because, although you might not mean it, there does become a point where you are likely to get your head kicked in. (laughs) You know, you say the wrong thing around the wrong people and, yeah, you're getting a shit. Do you not think it would be a nicer existence, being that deluded? Do you ever wonder where, I mean... (sighs) I mean, we think this is good, so maybe yeah, we are. Yeah, that's a good point. We... Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> igno- ignorance is bliss, I suppose. They do say that, so, yeah. And it's what, what's the, the, Dun- said that? the Dunning-Kruger thing? Dunning-Kruger, yeah. Uh, have we done that on the podcast as well? I think we did, I think we? you've mentioned it, I think where I you're did. too stupid to realise how stupid you are. Exactly, yeah. 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 So that's, um, yeah, that's a possible way. Yeah, I think um, that would be, you know, the way forward. So, Dom, played by Doc Green. Um, Doc Green? Doc Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ironically got the wrong colour. <laughs> ignorance, uh, ignorance is bliss. Imagine that was planned. Uh, if anyone thinks this is scripted. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, da- David, David met him um, and offered to manage him, which seems really mental because he's got no management experience as far as we know not in the music industry anyway but Um, i mean in the paper industry yeah many years but if you were if you're dom then basically someone sidles up to you after a gig saying i want to be your manager they look a bit like brent who looks a bit managery doesn't he Mm. with his goatee and his yeah exactly his his nice little beard like his little beard um and his tighter trousers (laughs) You probably would just go, well, yeah, yeah, right. It sort of ties. Bring, nothing to lose. Brings me quite quite nicely into my next point, I suppose. Oh, is that I'm glad. We uh, he mentions that David pays for all his um, his time in the studio yeah, and recording his demos. his demos and stuff like that. Um, and it's another example of David basically splashing the cash. Um, and another callback to the the series itself um, when he approaches uh, Matey Boy to be his manager um, Tom Basden Dan Dan um, he approaches Dan to be his manager and says what kind of bunts you on yeah I'll double it and he'll double it so I did it's, not expect him to be on that match yeah it's just another example of him throwing cash around throwing money at the problem uh, willy nilly I think it's more just uh, it's all about the front isn't it yeah I'll double it is a big the big line, the big yeah, I'm the man. I'll double it there's without no, really thinking that that might actually cost you quite a few. Quid. Yeah, there's no negotiation there at all, is there? But he's honourable because he stuck to it. Yeah, because he could well, find out and then go, well, actually, he's, he's, I'm not going to double it, but I'll yeah, maybe give you fifty percent more. It's it's basically dawn and the motivational speak <laughs> talk again, isn't it? Hundred quid. Yeah, and it's um. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone in high. You said double it a minute. Fair, fair play to him. Um, yeah, like you say, fair play. He's, he's honourable. Top he's, man, Brent. He's gone through with it. Fair play. He's going to be broke, but <laughs> at least people, uh, yeah, don't mind fleecing him. Yeah, exactly. There's a bit where talking to Dom, he says to, um, I think he does like a little talking head to the camera, and he says about him and Brent are basically the same, apart from he's white and the music's terrible and. Uh, <laughs> Obviously he's old, but he, he, they're both just trying to make it. But he's not sure what Brent's it is. I mm. thought that was quite poignant. That is. There are a lot. Are of, you reading these? 
Are you going to get all this down? Because, you know, you're not doing shorthand. And I'm, uh, there's quite a lot in this that I think the the people working closer to Brent seem to sum him up really well. Yeah. There's a few which I'm I'm sure we'll get to. But yeah, that one I thought that was great. You know, he's he's trying to make it, but as as what? What is mm. what does he really want? It's just not real. He starts talking about his previous band, the uh, foregone conclusion mark one. <laughs> yeah. Um and the know, the sort of ends that they've come to as such one one being an invalid yeah uh one yeah, married, married with four kids um yeah. with a look in his eyes that said kill me now you've got children i've got children yeah can you relate to that uh four four would be horrific wouldn't it yeah my mum wants me to have four i can say on record she's not getting four <laughs> um and then one in prison for 11 counts of sexual assault. Yeah. Which... Who always turned up with a woman with big boobs on his arm. Yeah. Never saw it Mammogram. <laughs> Nothing to do with the cancer. <laughs> Nicknames are bad names. Well... I like regimental. <laughs> I think that was a great one. Funny you should say that. Here we go. I'll come back to that later on. Um, but then we see leaving for the tour. He goes back into work to kind of... Um, sort everything out, taking unpaid leave because he didn't have enough holiday. <laughs> I like That's, the little nods to the real world. Yeah, it unpaid is. leave. It's realistic. Didn't have it? enough holiday. It's not just like, oh, I'll just take six weeks off. Yeah. I'll go on then. Um, but yeah, he's leaving. He goes in. He's expecting a big kind of hurrah and everything, and no one, no one does anything except Pauline. Bless her. Um, does anything for him, and this is this sort of. I don't know. It, it raised the question again. The call back to Pete Gibbons. Pete Gibbons. Yeah. Um, so close to finding he out what we got. almost us what he got him. But yeah, didn't. Um, very good. I like that. And also things like leaving leaving a job and leaving speeches and stuff like that. Have you had to do many of those? Because they are horrific. No, I've never really, I've never really um, had that much rapport with anywhere that I've left. Only really one job. <laughs> and that's yeah, normally been marched out. <laughs> Um, and, and not normally, if I if I've decided to leave, it's um, it's very big headed. But um, yeah, I've I've kind of realised that I can't make any change in there anymore, or it's riddled with incompetence. So do you just not or, get on with anyone that you work with? No, I'm difficult. Yeah, mm. I'm a professional heckler. <laughs> I like to tell everyone they're doing it wrong, oh, but a... not always not always the one to offer up the solutions. Yeah, one of them, eh? And you know, you, you know, you love getting like with other people that are finding it as difficult as you are, and getting your little negative echo chamber. It's not bitching about everyone in the business. Yeah, love it. Because although it's although it's not entirely the same, because he's he's going for a break basically, and he wants a kind of a good luck type thing. Yeah. Going um, for ten days off or fifteen yeah. days off. Or any any kind of any kind of speech that has to be made in the office, whether it be a, a retirement or uh, going off on maternity leave oh. or leaving a job I mean I've only had to do the leaving the job ones and yeah you get in the little room everyone gives you a clap and a bag and with a gifts and saying oh it's just it's, shit in it. it's no, no one wants to be in there it's horrible no one no wants, one wants to, hear to do it, it. no yeah. one's got time to hear yeah. it we do happy birthday and I think we need to stop it it's ridiculous now because really? there's a birthday a week almost well we don't do it in our office now they get and a they card put, and we that's put, it we put Stevie Wonder on 
the happy oh, birthday wow. song and it slowly builds to a crescendo where he sings happy yeah. birthday it's just like that everyone knows awful. it's coming the cake comes out everyone sort of slowly sidles over with a dull I don't even work in TGI's <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were watching Frankie and Benny's. And you, get, and you get a free brownie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and it's just like, the, then whoever's birthday is just sits there pretending like it's a surprise, mm. blowing out the candles, and then everyone just sort of stands waiting as if there's going to be some big acceptance speech, and it just never happens. Yeah, awful. And then they struggle to find something funny. I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> I, I did 10 minutes you last time. <laughs> yeah, I did a little set. Um <laughs> But yeah, I just feel sorry for them because it's like, uh, it's, they just they just want you all to fuck off. They don't want the song. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, I can. But then that's Brent, isn't it? He would want that attention. He would want. He that would attention. want that ten minute set. He would have done a character ready, and pretend it's all. Ah, uh, don't want this. Don't want that. Yeah. Nah. Oh, that's embarrassing. Isn't yeah, it? Well, that's backfired. Um, going back to. We mentioned a minute ago about nicknames are bad names. They are. We find out that David spent some time in a facility of his own accord. <laughs> yeah. Voluntary. Um, after having a nervous breakdown after the office. The Brentosaurus. And uh, yeah, Brentosaurus. Um, How did you find the pictures? <laughs> Do you know what? I thought that. I thought they. Were, I think it was the point. I thought they were badly photoshopped. Yeah. I think they. I think it would. I don't know if it was supposed to be or not. Yeah, I've, I've, I wasn't sure how I felt about that bit. I'd like to think it was it was meant to be because they spent ten million on this film. <laughs> I reckon I could have done better than that. Yeah, definitely. But Did you see the kid who was sat next to him? No. In the picture, I didn't notice. Right, we're gonna have to find it, screenshot <laughs> it, send it out, and write it down to remind you. To <laughs> but um, it's one of them. You'll laugh instantly. Well, he, I'm gonna find it now. But he said he said nicknames were bad names. And um, true to his word, you know, he said Brentosaurus made him want to kill himself. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. I, but the time. he got through it with a bit of pull yourself together, mate. <laughs> so seeing a therapist. Yeah. And um, he's obviously back on the straight and narrow. Would you be happy with, I mean, 2016, you probably could get away with it then. I think nowadays, the pull yourself together, mate. That might get you into a bit of trouble. Yeah. Mental health and all that. Yeah, you've got to be careful. You've got to be very, very careful. Um, you're probably not, to be fair. I think you'd get backlash for that. Well, yeah, Ricky's not exactly well, one to worry about that, is he? We, uh, we then see him kicking off the tour. Yeah, on the tour and bus. I- ironically, he gets kicked off <laughs> the tour, tour bus. Very good. Um, um, we never uh, really understand why. Well, it's because they don't want him on there. Oh, yeah, and, but... and I, I think what they've done is they've said, do you know what? This tour is not going to be as fun because it looks mint. To it be looks fair. well good. It looks quality. Um, and they've fobbed him off by saying that the lead singer should have his own vehicle. Ah, uh, yeah. So if he gets it, his if he yeah. gets his head right, gets his head space. Yeah, that's right. So it's clever. Yeah, they've. I like that. They've played on his own ego, and it's a great way to get over some people. Um, really I, do, I do it with you all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm used um, to that one. Yeah, yeah, it's great, Steve. Great. It's, yeah. it's a it's great, a great way, well great way to get your own your own way, but raising someone else's self importance, I suppose. I put about the tour bus. Um, if we take the podcast on tour, yep. What's on our tour bus? What would your ideal tour bus look like? Oh, 
Um, Obviously, a big bed with a big bed. I mean, a big bus. Two two big beds. <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah. That's not me in bed with another podcast called Sam. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's awkward. A big bus is what I meant to say. Not gay. I mean, <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Not the saying that there's just, you know anything wrong with being gay. I mean, one in ten apparently. So seems a bit high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a big bus with our heads on the side. Oh, nice. Start starting point. Yeah. And the logo. I mean, seeing as it's audio, no one knows what we look like, really. That sort of true would be yeah. probably the wrong way to do it. That'd be all right. Just raising the brand, isn't it? Exactly. Raising awareness of the brand. Um, yeah, our heads, logo on the side. Yeah. That's a good start. Uh, actually, on the bus, um, I don't play too many computer games, but I no. feel like we should have all the consoles. Yeah, definitely. Just all of them. On all the time so not one yeah. telly like six yeah. tellies yeah, one for each console yeah, yeah definitely. definitely um hot tub yeah no nothing wrong with that no okay no nothing wrong with a hot tub um there would have to be rules around that obviously <laughs> um no running no bombing yeah lots of heavy petting no petting <laughs> um yeah so it's got a bit it's taking a turn why don't, why don't they just put no fingering, no tossing <laughs> off. Let's be honest. No one says petting. That's what yeah. it means. Don't wank someone off in the hot tub. And heavy petting. Yeah. What what constitutes, what, well, at what point does it go from light to heavy? Well, I, would, I would say a pet is a bit of a kiss. And then it starts to get a bit heavier when you go to like a snog. And then heavy petting is, yeah. <laughs> it's fingering. It's fingering. Yeah. Um, no one does that in the pool though. Well, Going to get in you, a cubicle, don't you? Maybe you haven't, mate. Uh, when I used to lifeguard, uh, used to see, well, there was one bloke in particular we nicknamed Fat Man Scoop uh, for um, masturbating in the hot tub and then scooping out uh, the um, uh, the jizz. Yeah. And he was fat, hence the fat man. So fat, actually, I, I, gout. I do. I'm aware, by the way, that that sound I just made sound like <laughs> I was really enjoying that story, but oh, that yeah. is vile. That yeah. is vile. So, I mean, that would be heavy petting, but heavy petting yourself. Help, help. Heavy self petting. Yeah, but there's no there's no that, signs against that. That's no, the problem. That's not on the board, is it? <laughs> so what am I pointing at when I'm kicking him out of the tub? <laughs> Nothing. Well, I haven't got a leg to stand on. You certainly haven't. Yeah. Um, he came back though. Next oh, day, I bet he did. Came back. It wasn't the first time he'd came. Yeah. The worrying thing though was, was we was watching the swimming lessons, oh. so we had to inform the police. Oh, oh it yeah. just took a turn. <laughs> um, that bit's not true, Fat yeah. Man. If you're listening, <laughs> oh, that's just a joke. He still sounds I mean, like a nuts. Yeah, he's probably. Um, he's the kind that you find with weird hard drives like yours. My computer's recently been in Curry's PC World. Came back clean. Yeah, I've got very, very good security on there. Did you get a knock at the door next day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't save anything on my computer. When I, I came just, in tonight, I, there was a bloke sat outside <laughs> watching the house. Actually, I, I just use the dark web. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brent comes into the into the room with the with the band, starts talking about drugs. Um, very awkward talking about a little bit of herb. A little bit of herb. <laughs> yeah. Um, ends up leaving, which is an inflame of the door, which is <laughs> a little bit sad. The door gag got me. I wrote down the door yeah. gag because of just the that's, prolonged nature of it. That's bad, isn't it? Was, that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's bad, isn't it? Because once you've once you've done it, you got to see it through. Yeah. Right. 
Just close the door. So after, after that debacle, um, the first gig, and obviously the planning hasn't been brilliant considering they're on first and he's got no time to change. <laughs> double denim. And double denim. And I've, I've got on my notes, double denim question mark, thoughts. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a no. It's a no. Unless you can carry it off with... It, and also, if it's the same colour denim, then it's a no. Yeah. But for it, for instance, black that, jeans, white t-shirt, like a blue denim shirt over the top, fine. Denim jacket, yeah, fine. Good point. That's that was exactly in my opinion. That that was exactly my point. Is you can pull off a lovely pair of black jeans and yeah. then a um, a light blue denim jacket, for example, or something like get, that. I bet you show your ankles, don't you? I don't, but I do. I do double denim quite yeah. often. I do, I do like a grey denim with a denim jacket, you know. I yeah, yeah. I yeah. yeah, but when you're doing the uh, the Texas tuxedo <laughs> and you're going with the double denim of the yeah. same colour, that's yeah, not a good that look. Only looks like a jumpsuit. That's yeah. not for anyone. I had once when I was probably in my teenage years. I think I had a a jacket that was like cotton, but it had like a denim, almost like a vest on it, like yeah. sewn into I it. I think I have. I think I had. It's terrible. Very similar. It was. A denim, a denim jumper, but with like cotton arms. But we, yeah, yeah. Weird, zip yeah. up top as well. Oh, shocking! Who made that? Um, Why did I buy it? <laughs> uh, but he tries the uh, the back to back, which <laughs> wasn't planned clearly. No, he falls on his ass. He even introduces it. He says yeah. back to back, <laughs> and the guy just moves out of the way. Yeah, not so, great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not sort of some not sort of thing you can do with a band of musicians that you don't really know. I like and the. Clearly don't like you. I like the bit after it says, "Yeah, I fell over." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least yeah. acknowledges it. Yeah, and just don't mention it. Don't mention it. Yeah. my shack in Memphis. Bought me a Chevrolet. Six string in the back and a bottle of Jack, and I headed down to Mexico way. to the office sort of as we get through the gigs with the talking heads with the band yeah quite good as well um agreed i think, I think they were kind of yeah a, a fallback a callback sorry to the uh to the original show but they're a little bit more um critical aren't they brent they, you you get the feeling that he's not got a chance for these guys really mm. they build it up to really hate him almost i think it's, it's they kind of soften throughout the film don't they yeah so towards the end, and well, I mean, we'll get to that later on. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, and then we hear a little bit of Lady Gypsy. Yeah. Noted down. I lost my heart to a Lady Gypsy so long ago. I forget her name, but I still remember the smell of the flowers and the way my life would never be the same. Disappointing lack of Lady Gypsy. I would have liked to sing that one live. It's a sort of song that, for a film like this, I think would have been quite popular. But you got kind of got a few chords of it, and that was about it. Yeah, it's not. Um, um, it's not got the acclaim that 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 required, really. But maybe that's because it was quite a big song on the album. Potentially, they wanted to shoehorn all the others in. So they were mentioning about the lack of um, lack of audience, um, the lack of ticket sales, and 
Brent seems to think that he's nailed it with uh, getting a an interview with Tadley FM, um, which doesn't <laughs> entirely go to plan. I mean, he he basically gets slated from the off, doesn't he? Gets it? ambushed. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were making notes. My specific notes for this uh, read as thus: local radio is shit. That's that's pretty much sums it <laughs> up, really. Yes. I think uh, Gervais gets the parody perfect. Really? Some shit feature that you'd never see on anything proper. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and no relevance at all to the guest, I thought, yeah. And just a kind of loudmouth DJ that just wants to talk Do- over everyone. Doesn't listen, yeah. Standard local radio. One there thing- are three local radio parodies that I think have, or have been very good. Gervais does it quite well, but maybe not as well as Peter Kay. Peter Kay, Surely FM. Surely FM and I also excellent. think Chris Moyles used to Chris. parody local radio brilliantly. Chris Moyles is good. Yeah, so that's um, my three top local radio <laughs> parodies. What uh, what I'll say is that the Tadley FM uh, host, I can't remember what his name is, didn't write it down, doesn't yeah. matter. Shit. Um, what is that shit? He, he mentions the Neville from the call centre. Yeah. Was it? Now, I want to get him on the show. Okay. I, I want him as a guest. Neville. Um, so, any of our listeners, if you listen to this, go onto Twitter and bombard Neville. I'll get, I'll get his Twitter account because I want him on... Because he's, he's the perfect... He's a perfect guest. He's a real life Brent, isn't he? Almost. He's done exactly, exactly what Brent's done. Yeah. So, he's on Twitter at nevwillshare underscore msc. How many followers has he got? He's got forty eight thousand followers. <laughs> now I want him on the podcast. So if you listen to this and you're on Twitter, get to at nevwillshare underscore msc and. Are, tell we gonna, him, are we going to hit him with a hashtag or a cryptic message no, that he's got? Just, just going to get bombarded with. Just, or? just say, come on, out of office podcast. How are you spelling come? C U M. Ah, brilliant. Um, yeah. So, if you want him to be on the podcast, I want you to really bombard him with messages, just daily, if you need to, until until we get him. Because um, I think he would be an excellent guest. I think he'd be absolutely incredible to speak to. Well, I hope so now. You built him up. Um, well, if we don't, it's your fault. Yeah, exactly. That's your task. So, I mean, I think you, I'm sure you would have written it down, and I'm sure any of our long time listeners would expect um, what a game, sausage or pie. Well, I gave you a little nod about how no proper outlet <laughs> would do such a shit feature, knowing that you'd have had it prepared. Absolutely. And I wasn't wrong. Of course I have. So, so this... I even, and I'm going to be honest, um, normally I don't, but I did look at a few. I just Googled sausage brands, and then I thought, what am I doing? And turned it off. Well, we'll see. So I haven't had a proper look, but I, something came over me and thought, I need to get prepared. It was a competitive mm-hmm. edge. I can't help myself. Well. So I'm guessing there's a sausage or pie quiz. This, we're going to play sausage or pie. Amazing. So, do we need a theme tune for that? Um, no, fuck it. We'll knock some out. But um, we're going to play this quick fire like they did. Okay. There's going to be not a lot of time to think. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's guessing, isn't it? So. Yeah. So, uh, how many have we got? We've got 10. Oh, lovely. Okay. So, <clears throat> Potter's Chef's Pie is sausage. Fuck. Um, I wanted to get on a roll. 
<laughs> sausage roll. Uh, heck. Sausage. That is a sausage. Yes. Uh, Eastman's. Pie. That is a pie. Yeah. Uh, Denby Dale. Uh, oh, that's got to be a sausage. It's a pie. No. Uh, Higgity. That's a pie. That's, I, I like a Higgity. That is a pie. Uh, <laughs> Simon Howie. Sausage. It's a sausage. Simon's a sausage. Uh, Chronicilty. <laughs> it's got to be a pie. It's a sausage. No, how is that a pie? Uh, Debbie and Andrews. Uh, pie. It's a sausage. Oh, fuck, they're all sausages. Uh, Sunworth Brothers. Oh, I recognise that one. I think that is a pie. That is a pie. Yeah. Uh, I know my pies. And pucker. Ah. Leave you a nice and easy one. Obviously a pie. A tap in. So from that, I've got you got five. five. Yeah. 50-50. That's pretty much what you'd expect (laughs) from from a guessing game. Sausage or pie. That literally is statistics in a nutshell. There you go. I didn't know any of the answers. 50-50. This may be a game that we carry on with future guests. I'm not going to lie. Sausage or pie. Yeah, why not? Or, or not necessarily sausage or pie even, because there will come a point where... There's only, but, there's a finite amount of sausages or pies, isn't there? A, a shit comparison game, I think, would yeah. work. Send them in. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, send them in... Well, it's a bit difficult, really, to... Concentrate on Nev for now. Yeah. And then... Deal with Nev. We'll when we've work, got Nev done. We'll work on the games. Then we'll work on the games. Yeah, leave the features to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's what we do. Trust us. Yeah. The following uh, Sausage or Pie, we hear a bit of um, Please Don't Make Fun of the Disabled. It's basically a head on a pillow. Head on a pillow. Head on a pillow. Oh, please don't make fun of the disabled. song on the album it's definitely up there top well, two for me yeah I think depending on what I want yeah. if I want to sing along I'll turn that on i turn it up loud and I belt it out yeah. like I really mean it it's like and it's, I get all the harmonies it's the ballad equivalent it's yeah. it's David Brent's Wonderwall yes yeah exactly <laughs> it's yeah. and then you've got yeah occasionally I mean again a throwback to being well not a throwback it's my job but on the road occasionally you just want some Bon Jovi to shout yeah you know it you is, want some always or it, bed of roses it's it's certainly got that and vibe about don't it don't make fun of the disabled gets in that list it certainly does not uh, one I've played in the office yet though yeah, I often get control of the office speakers it's a tough sell in the office if you're not and I'm not quite brave enough to get that one on I don't yeah, think people get it you have you'd, you'd have to be yeah you have to be aware of the context before you start blaring <laughs> that about yeah, it's just basically just, a head on a pillow just, just <laughs> um, that's a rough sell I, I noted as well with this one the backing vocals are more prominent because yeah. you see them physically <laughs> and you know their story and how much they're hating the tour <laughs> and they're having to sort of just sing these lyrics and it's yeah it makes it even more funny so following the Tadley FM fiasco debacle um, he tries to get someone to 
gives me good PR, who suggests that he goes to a photographer. Um, yeah. And I think, to be fair, it starts off okay. He's in his you know, various dress, and I think he looks okay. I actually quite like the snakeskin shirt. I found myself watching it thinking, Interesting. do you know what? I wouldn't wear it, but it looks all right. You'd have it in your wardrobe yeah. and never yeah. wear it. Um, you never know. There'd be that one event where you think, snakeskin shirt, and, uh, white suit and hat. They ever pull yeah. that off? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I couldn't could never wear it but you know I think it, for a, a kind of a gimmicky kind of photo shoot I think it worked um, maybe that's what we need to raise the profile of the pod let's do it snakeskin shirt <laughs> yeah um, the, mom, the moment it goes topless it all seems to yeah. you haven't even got any fan. tattoos um, and then we go and get the infamous Berkshire Berkshire yeah uh, and it, I'm I'm Again, wrote down. I'm fully with him. He yeah. said he didn't want to look at it. It's true. And the tattooist forces yeah. him almost to look at it, and that's it. Then he's done. Mm. He could have at least put an S on it though. Yeah. So then at least it's the county short. But yeah, you don't want to have Burke on you forever. Surely, that's... if you've got four letters, just get just get the S. Yeah. And call it quits. Do you reckon he paid for it? Oh. Probably. He was that, paying for a that, lot, wasn't he? That's terrible, the fact that that was one of the things that I thought, I thought oh, he didn't he didn't want that. He fainted, so he didn't want to finish it. I wonder if he still had to pay for it. Yeah, surely. Tattoo is time, isn't it? Time is money. Mm, yeah, Depends. I guess. It's fair enough. Depends what kind of grace period um, or deposit <laughs> settlement he had. Judging but, by his negotiation on the salary of doubling his money without even finding out what his money is, I'd suggest he probably paid him full. <laughs> He doubled it. <laughs> um, so he gets his next gig is Shite Night. Student um, Night. Shite Night. And oh, it's why I, I, I had to look back on this and I haven't I haven't gone further back again. But the song playing when they enter Agadu is that in the Christmas specials? Uh I'm, it feels it feels like it might have been on one of the uh, appearances that he did, but I don't think it is. It just seems like it would fit. There's um, hot, 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 isn't there? Yeah, I think you're right. With that, I think. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it is, but it's that sort of still that sort of genre and type of music. There is a countdown reference though. Yeah. And he says that your students, students. Yeah, just, just woken up. up and, countdown. Yeah. Finchy, a nod to Finchy. <laughs> Um, we don't hear from Finchie. Obviously, they don't talk anymore. It's a shame that we it? don't talk anymore. Um, and then we get hit with a bit of Equality Street. Walk with me down Equality Street. Do one to others and life is sweet. Books have no covers, just look right in. You're judged by your words, not the colour of your skin. Oh, deo, 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 missy deo. Again, banger. Solid track. Yeah, absolutely. I feel now, I'm going to say this every time. It's my favourite song on the album. But that that came out way before, didn't it? That came out. I'm sure he, that came out before this was even. I think he did that as a video, of, didn't he? Yeah, that's a comic relief. Is it a comic relief one? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, and then that obviously found its way into the album as a, a full tune, and yeah, fair play. And next, I've got is the. <laughs> it's the big. Next is the most excruciating part of the film for me. The diner with the black woman. Uh, um, 
<laughs> oh, it's, it's Dom's right though. He just can't relax. Yeah, it's it's up there with some of the most cringeworthy Brent stuff. <laughs> oh God, when he's t- with a, I could, I'd even do it with you. Oh, the little gaps that he leaves, if I leave just enough time for yeah. you to know what's coming. Yeah, and, so like, and be appalled already, like ah, oh, don't say it, and then he does. Yeah, just, you can oh. just feel it, and he, I mean, he makes it up again, throwing away money. Throwing money, yeah. Fifteen pound tip on a thirty-five pound so, bill. Yeah, that's excessive, isn't it? But it's, but it's it's excessive, but it's probably warranted considering the, some of the stuff he was saying. That's what. I, <laughs> but I've also got a note down. Fifteen pound tip. What's the biggest tip you've ever given? Um. Biggest tip I've ever given. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure really. Um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm not a massive tipper, but I'm not. I'll pay my service charge. It's normally included, isn't it? You just you just sort of round it up. I've occasionally given like if, um, like for instance, a mate not a mate but someone who's not really a friend has offered to give you a lift somewhere we've had a few times where we need to get from a to b of of our offices or from our office to warehouse and a friend of a friend is on the way or something you end up just giving him a fiver to buy a drink stuff like that i'm quite happy to do that or when you when you do that how do lob lob money at people selling the big issue how how do you do it do you do it by the method of going and just placing it in their top pocket get yourself a drink (laughs) Do you do that thing where you put it in your hand handshake. and then oh. pretend to pass it over? Or do you just, with pure disdain, throw coins at them? Get no, them to pick it up, dash I, it on the floor? I stand on a table okay. in the restaurant and yep. clap loudly and then sort of unfold the £10 note, which is crisp from my wallet because it's yep. been taken out of the cash point specifically for this moment. Okay. Do the finger, calling the waiter over. You just have to pay extra for that. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, you know, just... Hand them clearly yeah. with the note, so everyone in the restaurant knows that I'm the I'm the big guy. That's fair enough. Handing over the big bucks. I think the, for my service. The time that that kind of got me was I was in Sri Lanka, and they used the Sri Lankan rupee, and I had no idea relatively what how the, many are what <laughs> they, and I still to I can't remember what they are. I don't know if if 200's about a quid or something I don't know but um, we had we had a steak meal one night and we ended up giving what we worked out when we got back up to the room was something like a £27 tip (laughs) additional to the bill I don't even know how Um, and what we worked it out and it was it was something like it was the equivalent to like two weeks wages or something (laughs) mental like that Um, I'm probably being really offensive to any Sri Lankans that are listening and I've probably got it completely wrong, but yeah, no, I think you've, but, you've done it justice. But it was, it was, you know, the figures they might not be entirely one hundred percent accurate, but it was something like that. It was the something. Guy, the guy walked back in, he tipped all the tables over. Yeah, and fucking, you just hear a crash from all the yeah. pots and pans where he's quit. That's the thing. He, so he legs it. Yeah, we saw we saw him running the hotel the next week. He bought it. <laughs> it's his now. Um, and he went on a bender, but, drugs and alcohol, and he's dead now. What I was, so, <laughs> I mean, whose fault's that? That's not mine. Don't be old. Um, the one one thing I, that came from it though is we were at this place two weeks all inclusive, and I've never had so many people want to serve me. <laughs> I was having I was I was having people being barged out the way so people would come and serve me. 
it was amazing uh, the only problem was the disappointment when they realised that I was uh, tipping normally from that point on he'd learnt his lesson yeah I'd learnt that I'm just not go full Brent um, <laughs> but I must I can imagine that I must have looked like an absolute big dick that first night though yeah oh god here he goes absolute he goes. high roller make sure make sure he gets drinks yeah yeah oh my my, my glass was never empty <laughs> two weeks I, pocket was oh, tell me about it um right so now i've got uh that after all that he's kind of he kind of sees that it's going a bit downhill and it's not being the success that he expects uh he calls nigel and shares his concerns um and then nigel tries to cheer him up um and then he he kind of tells him about the the rocky story yeah the rocky quote it's a football good I'm, I've put about this bit as the dawn I'm fed up moment. Yeah, exactly. The, Absolutely. He needs that confidant. And Nigel, Nigel is that man in here. Yeah. Again, he's got friends. He doesn't need it. Ooh. He's got people who like him. In the office, they're, they're, the, the girls, the receptionist, and um, and Pauline, uh, you know, back him up all the time, even when, you know, when he's not there. Maybe they don't do it enough when he's there, but... He's liked. Well, he just needs to chill out. Well, one th- one other thing that I that I've noted down was that um, that Nigel tries to have a laugh, and the guy comes over. What's his name? Jezza. Yeah. Jezza comes over, calls him a cunt, and it's all a bit. It's a bit, a bit much that yeah, one. Yeah. He just and I'm and Karen has a go at him and everything, and um and he, he kind of if he's not bothering anyone, and I know he, I know it can be a bit annoying. But come on, you've got to have a bit of a laugh in the office, haven't you? It depends on it. I think if you get, if you're, I think especially in a sales role, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go deep on this one. The psychoanalysis bell might need to be introduced. If you're busting your ass and you're front line and you're taking shit from customers and you're, you're feeling the pressure of your sales targets, then, you know, things can, things can get to you more than that, more than normal. And if people are messing around, fair point. But what if you're not being given the tools to do your job? What if it's not your fault? Well, if, if Nigel's if Nigel's doing his job and he's got the time to fuck around and pretend to have knackers and stuff, then um, <laughs> knackers. Then fair play to him if he can do that whilst getting the job done. If he can do that without having a laugh and getting the job done, then yeah, yeah, well, you know, more fair I, think, to him. I think that says more about Jezza than it does about Nigel. Definitely, but you know, do you need that distraction? That's the thing. That's true. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be overly happy. Um, that's very true. Now we talk about um, having to save money, so having to share share the share the rooms, twin room. Um, and this. Do you think everyone else shares? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, they'd be quite happy, probably, wouldn't they? The brothers would be happy. Yeah, I think um, this made me consider, and this again is going quite deep, perhaps. Good. I um, like it. But he's obviously no good with budgets, and, <laughs> and he's he's pissing money up the wind. Well, he references that he used to be good with budgets. I think he just but got this terribly wrong. It probably wasn't because because remember when Neil was yeah, saving money by well, all purchases over hundred pounds. Yeah, and he was going to go ninety, so hundreds, all right. So Neil Neil says later on when he when he's the boss that this branch is performing okay, um, <laughs> but. Part of me was thinking, if Brent was always this bad with money, 
could his branch have contributed to the fact that Wernhog was <laughs> going down the shitter? Was struggling. Because it just seems to be his his way of solving a problem is to throw money at it with no consequence or no thought about what well, the, the end goal will his be. His priorities were wrong, weren't they? He, the business wasn't necessarily... He, he was quite spiritual about it it was all about morale and ethics and mm. investing in people which is great if you're one of those people but if you're the person paying for it at the top yeah not ideal i suppose he's he's got a bit like the um struggling salesman perception new yeah. car in his eyes struggling musician perception big tour big tour bus yeah big fancy rooms you know but if four, no one, mi- four miles if, from your house if no one sees that then what's the fucking point yeah who's that for it's for him, isn't it? So, yeah, I think I think maybe you're right. I think the Wine and Hog thing though was probably just timing. Yeah, paper was going down the pan, wasn't it? It's all <laughs> online now. A toilet pan, <laughs> making loads of money. Toilet paper still going. Um, Strong. Yeah. So, coming from sharing the the rooms, um, this is the the birthplace of Native American. Oh, Native American. Soar like an eagle, sit like a pelican. Oh, don't call us Indians. We're more like West Eurasians crossed with Siberians. Bit of the process, don't we? Yeah. Wikipedia. So uh, he's going in there, uh, more like Eurasians crossed with Siberians. I've always loved that lyric, and I forgot that it was from Wikipedia. <laughs> Watching this again has reminded me how that uh, how that came about, and the pelican argument, yeah, which then later makes it into the Cards Without track. There it's go. brilliant, which is the one that gets picked up. Well, so Brent has his influence. Do you, if that was you, do you reckon you'd try and charge a fee? What for the lyric? Yeah. Well, so if you've got a deal, it's my lyric that did that to an extent. Uh, you I can't let's be honest I don't think he's got a leg to stand on there no he twisted it <laughs> phased him um, and then we have a bit of Slough Slough good track my favourite song on the album <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. it is a good song it's a good um, and all factually correct so you might learn something it's a very it's, it's a song to contemplate life to yeah it's very deep as it is. It's very solemn. It's the strings. Yeah, it's probably. It's. I suppose it's. It sums up Slough, in that it's, it's a bit of a depressing place. Well, I think that's a whole quite uplifting quote. To the west, you've got Tablow and Bray. You've got Hillingdon the other way. It's a brilliant place to live and work. It was in box, now officially it's burnt. Don't believe what the critics say Like it's soulless and boring and grey See for yourself what you're waiting for We're on the Bath Road, that's the A4 And you know just where you're heading It's equidistant between London and Reading It's equidistant between London and Reading. Yeah, that is that is a great a great lyric. Uh, the yeah, the pattern of that 
and the syllable usage and everything is perfect. Yeah. I'd love to know how Gervais felt when he when that popped into his head. I do like the... I bet it was it, fucking buzzing. Is it Hillingdon the other way? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just brilliant. Yeah, that's that's my favourite part of the song. To the west you've got Tatler and Bray. <laughs> you've got Hillingdon the other way. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the best fact, part of that song. actually accurate. We're on the Bath Road, that's the A4. <laughs> A lot. I have a lot of customers around uh, Bracknell and um, Guildford. Okay. Often Guildford. Often get round Slough, that area, as I head into London, mm-hmm. and you can't help but just sort of. It's almost <laughs> like what I imagine people feel when they walk around New York. Yeah. They can just hear Alicia Keys in their head. Maybe in Slough, you've got that, Brent. That's a good point. I mean, do we need to get onto the tourist board? Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard that before actually. David Brent is the Alicia Keys for Slough. <laughs> I, I've heard that. Um, wow. I mean, I've just said it. So, but during during his rendition of Slough um, and that whole gig, out comes the shirt cannon again. Oh yes. Um, and he shoot, wants a t-shirt. He shoots a fat woman in the face. Yeah. Accidents will happen. Um, let her. He let her keep the shirt. <laughs> She won't get anywhere near it. Uh, and again, I've got another callback reference where he says he's paying people to get off with people. Um, what about if I was just getting off with people willy-nilly? Yeah, willy-nilly so, is obviously a phrase he likes to go to. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily direct, but I think it. I think that's a nod. I think that is one for the, the office fans and the purists will know where that came from. Oh, God, gotcha. yes. That's one of the one of the better better quotes for the whole series. Willy nilly is just brilliant. I hadn't. I. I don't think I've heard it used before or since. Really? It's called. Kind of, I, I, yeah, I use it fairly regularly. But then yeah, but where's the what's the origin of it? What's the, I don't know. Have you used it anywhere apart from Brent? Sort of officially, if that's the right way. Uh, there'll there'll be people use it. There'll be there'll be examples. Yeah. Um, but yeah. did he? He brought it to the mainstream. <laughs> If he, if, if Ricky Gervais has done nothing else, forget <laughs> the BAFTAs, the Golden Globes and all yeah, that. The podcast. He brought Willy no, Nilly to the mainstream. Willy Nilly. Um, so following this, he does, in a way, pull someone by offering nah. them free bed and breakfast almost. <laughs> um, it turns out to be absolutely horrific. Yeah. Um, nice, nice little spot for Roisin Connolly though. Yeah. Big fan of Roisin. Yeah. Well done. Shout um, out. And the other one's from this country, isn't she? Yes, I knew that was where uh, I'd yeah. seen it. That's good. I had, um, I hadn't got that. Well done. I've got this country good. question mark. But yeah. <laughs> um, good from you. But yeah, the question is, would you? <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> No, I'm going to say no, but there's, you never know, dear. I mean, if that mini bar gets opened uh, and the champagne's flowing. Yeah, but it, well, if, I'm it's, only human. if it's with her involved, it's only flowing in one direction. Technically, is that a threesome? 200 quid. Or four or five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've never thought about equating sex to weight. <laughs> um, yeah, at what point does petting become heavy and yeah. at what point is a one some one a summer two well, <laughs> a one yeah. some oh, yeah well that bloke in the hot tub was having a one some he fucking was 
Um, I wrote down mini bar prices. Yeah, that was, that, that was something I was going to ask you. I, I stay in hotels you know, when I go on holiday and stuff, but not necessarily... Normally, the, normally you have to. You well, can't take your house. You can stay in a villa. You div. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, or I, an apartment or I, a caravan. Yeah, exactly. You know, all inclusive. But all I, types of holidays welcome. Or I, a tent. I don't stay in in hotels Lock like cabins. holiday... <laughs> I don't stay in like holiday inns or what the sort of the sort of the travelling like, salesman hol- yeah, hotels. Yeah. Your holiday inns, your Hiltons, your Premier Inns. Yeah, those yeah. those sort of ones that generally have I've a got my a Premier Inns, you know. <laughs> got my holiday inns, got my Hiltons. So I've, I've yeah. but I do Travel Lodge. <laughs> Ibis. <laughs> but I do know that they're all part of the Crown Plaza group. Oh. So you know. <laughs> you can spend your points all over the place. <laughs> But I know that they are horrific. But 20, 25 quid for a half bottle of champagne. Yeah, I can see why he was sort of trying to put the stop to that. Yeah. Because that's probably a glass and a half, Max. Oh, that's not good. It's like hotel bar prices are elevated, and which hotel- I can I can understand. Yeah. Normally location you means you're not going anywhere. They're in your hotel. You just you have to put the price up. You've got you by the balls. Yeah. But the mini bar, I mean... It's horrific. Why isn't should it? you pay a premium for chilling out in your room? If yeah. anything, you're you're not taking any staff costs. No one's having to pour you that pint. You're doing it yourself. That, it's already in your fridge, so it should be it should be cheaper. You're paying for that convenience, though, aren't you? Well, yeah, but is it is it convenient? Drinking in your own in the mini bar. Five, isn't... five pound for a Toblerone is not fucking convenient. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, there's no. I'd never pay five pound for that. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah. There was one time when I was in, uh, I was in Guernsey actually. Um, <laughs> fun fact. Uh, been out for dinner with some clients and uh, yeah, raided the Pringles. Oh. Do you want to guess how much the little quarter tub of Pringles cost? I'm gonna go four quid. Yeah, not far off. Yeah, three eighty. Three <laughs> fucking hell. Jesus. For about five Pringles. That's crazy ridiculous yeah oh. slap up kebab for that i couldn't i was back <laughs> in the hotel then no one delivers so mm. convenient we'll follow in that whole incident and uh <laughs> the mini bar incident telling dom not to tell anyone that he got off with anyone um we see that he's doing his own ringing around record companies yeah being his Tally. own agent um, technically smart, he's right smart thing to do yeah um, difficult to hide though when they turn up I suppose <laughs> at least didn't put on a different voice or something like that <laughs> yeah or pretend to be a different name um, I mean it, how old's the band yeah uh, sort of in their 20s <laughs> in total um, and then we get to probably I would say probably the lowest point of the film for me yeah um, he's, the tour's not going brilliantly He's just had this utterly terrible night with two fat women, or one fat woman in particular. It's cost him 200 quid to do a nice deed and give her a night away from her house that's being done up. Um, and then now it's got to the point where he's had to pay people to pay his own band, £25 oh. an hour each, and drinks to go for a, a drink with him. Um yeah, that that's it's expensive round, isn't it? That, oh, that, that, and no one said anything. Yeah, it's about time England won a World Cup, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it, it was. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was tough to watch. 
Yeah, I was thinking if uh, if you were in that position, you had to pay twenty five pounds an hour and buy drinks. Who were you inviting? Fuck. You'd need some solid guests there. Oh Christ! Yeah, it's a good shout. It's a bit close to the kind of ideal dinner party guests line, so that is a, that feel is free a, to, to to swerve it. It is. It is a bit. So <laughs> I am. Move on. <laughs> yeah, good. But I'm glad you did. Next. But we will put that out on Twitter. I like that question. Who are you gonna pay to come yeah. for a drink with you? Um. So scouts arrive. Um. Pog. They're not overly impressed. No. Um, although they do say that the rapper's okay. Which um, he is. They start performing Ain't No Trouble, which is a great tune. Go oh, on. One of your favourite <laughs> lines there, isn't it? Um, Xbox with a ring, fish <laughs> therapy. Yeah, what a, what a lyric that is. I'd have signed him based on that. <laughs> Ain't no trouble like trouble When you lose the one you love I could lose my job be fine because I can still find the odds not to rob. I could get chopped off of my mum's house, but it could be fun sleeping rough when the sun's I out. Lose my voice. But I managed to still do some sick rhyme damage with sign language. Take what's mine. Almost anything. Xbox, wedding ring, fish tank, terrapin. Put me in the eyeballs, pull out a gun. Say something spiteful about my mum. Tease my dog so he doesn't even know it by going to throw a bone, but just pretending to throw it. Make death threats here and I have to guess where. Then when but yeah, uh, it's only when you when when you hear the song on the album, you think, oh, he's doing a Jamaican accent. It's all a bit funny. But <laughs> when you, when you see him performing it, it's so much worse. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. A lot of uh, what's it called? Cultural appropriation. Yeah, it's wrong. It's a bad one. That I think this song is easily missed. It's um, it's got. The kind of nice sort of reggae feel, mm. easy to the sort of easy listening. You're not really concentrating, but you can miss some absolute gold from the rap. Yeah, the, the, it took me for maybe four or five listens to think this is actually really funny. Yeah, it's it's very good. Probably um, my favourite song on the album. <laughs> <laughs> but they 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 leave the show. They're not impressed. Um, and then after the show, they're sat in the bar having that drink. Um, and they're having a bit of a football chat. Yeah, storage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shows how the show shows age. Just get him in. Yeah, get him in front. We need some goals. Need some goals. Um, and then following that, where is he now? <laughs> he's in Turkey. Is he? Yeah, smashing uh, it as well. Fair play. Um, do you know what? Genuinely, I, when I was watching this the other day, I thought, whatever happened to Daniel Storage? <laughs> Started to look it up. Yeah. Um, I'd... So. Never known we, that. We, we see David at the end drunk um, saying yeah. some inappropriate <laughs> words um, dropping yeah. the uh, the n-word I like um, the way that Dom just sort of humours him yeah and then we get free love on the free love freeway probably my favourite song on the album it's and famously the free view advert yeah I think that's where it's best known for yeah definitely yeah. Down the road I see a cowboy crying Hey buddy, what can I do? He said I led a good life I had about a thousand women I said then, why the tears? He said, cause none of them was you
an ab- absolute staple of Brent. Yeah, that's that's probably his maybe most famous song. I'd say so. For, from from your casual fan, I would yeah. say so. Yeah, worthless casual slug. Yeah, exactly. Not hardcore, <laughs> I guess. And from analysing it. From this, we head to Battle of the Bands. Battle of the Bands. I love a good Battle of the Bands. Um, where, of course, the the most popular bands who get the, sold the most tickets get to play towards the end where everyone's warmed up and everyone's hyped and up for it. So, of course, they sell two tickets and have to start first. Surely they should do that the other way around. Get the most popular bands on first, get the crowd in early doors, get them buying drinks early doors. Mm. I suppose. You're... I guess then they slowly peter off. Yeah. Mm, interesting. It's, a, it's an interesting way to do it. Maybe you should put them in the middle. Yeah. Maybe it's random. The, mo- the, most, moving, the most tickets you sell, you get put more into the middle. <laughs> um, yeah. So they get two people to buy tickets. Who do you think those two were? I reckon... Do you think that was the one that Pauline went to? Yeah. I think it has to be. Got to be, isn't it? It has to be, yeah. Um, if you were going to try it out, you probably would go to one where there's probably going to be some other decent artist. Yeah, got to be. Never um, little look. So they come off. They've had a yet another shocking performance. Native American doesn't go down well, and then they have a, a panic. Someone's not turned up, so Dom gets to have a go on his own, not in the Native American outfit, <laughs> and Thank sings God. "Cards Were Dealt" and absolutely smashes it. I'm tired of this minimum wage. Tired of this cage. Tired of not being on the stage. Tired of no one reading what I'm writing on the page. Tired of hanging out with guys twice my age. Tired of this rat race and that chase. Dreams that only seem to blow up in my face. But what's the use of dreams to a human being if they always prove unseen? If I am who I think I am, then I'm gonna transform you a better man. And if you are who you think you are, you should be above the clouds. You should be a star. This could be one of my favourite songs <laughs> in the album. <laughs> because it's actually pretty good. Yeah, absolutely smashes it. Um, and I've got written down... I, wa- I wanted to know, actually, if Ricky... I, I meant to tweet him, ask him if he wrote that one. I'm pretty yeah. sure he did, but... Who? Uh, if Ricky wrote Cards With Doubt. You reckon? Yeah. Or whether that's maybe I'd, I'd go, someone slightly I'd, more... I'd go Duck Brown wrote that. You reckon? Yeah. I think it's worth looking, in, worth looking into, but right. I'd, I'd say... That's the sort of one that he would write. I have got here, though, I did like the use of um, David saying to Dom, what is going on, bruv? <laughs> I yeah. was a big fan of that. <laughs> a bruv for you is definitely... Uh, I'm, I'm, a fan, I'm a fan of a bruv. You do love a bruv. Because um, you are a gangster. <laughs> so after after the Battle of the Bands and how he's um, he's won the crowd over and had an absolute blinder. Um, Dom gets given the card from the the record exec. Yeah. Um, him. Which Brent clearly gets really jealous about. Um, yeah, interesting one there because that's... I mean, obviously he's got that jealousy trait. I wrote down about the jealousy um, with getting off with other people as well. And then again, yeah. that showed itself in the series. And then, yeah, the kind of afterwards, oh, I didn't really see it, mate. I wasn't really listening. Yeah. Disappointing, that was. Yeah, that, that didn't show him in the best light. 
that's a bit a bit out of order um still what can you do it's someone taking up his dream i guess yeah but i uh, towards the end i was thinking about what did i want from the film and the sum up and i think i potentially wanted brent to get his win get his maybe see him but that probably wouldn't have been true to the character but maybe his win could have been through doc brown he becomes his manager and they're successful in the music business together that way but he sort of i don't know he shunned him a bit there i was disappointed yeah it's a it's a bit of a cunt move really um, I've uh, just done a little bit of research there for you as well. Cards Without, written by Andy Burrows, uh, Ben Bailey Smith, and Ricky Gervais. Oh, so, sorry. Andy Burrows, the drummer from um, uh, from the band Foregone Conclusion, actually in We Are Scientists and Razorlight. So, there is a bit of musical talent there. Okay. Well, uh, Andy Gervais obviously has a bit of a bit of a lean in it too. So, yeah. Yeah, so Doc, Doc Brown getting involved as well. So yeah. There's three of them. Yeah. yeah. Love um, it. So, I've also got that the tour is, admits that his, the tour's been rubbish and it's cost him <laughs> 20 grand. 20 grand. He thought um, there'd be some incomings, but yeah, no one's turned up. But I also said that uh, even if even if all the gigs would have sold out, they would have only lost eight grand. <laughs> eight grand, yeah. It's, um, Which would have been all right if you get signed. Yeah. And you've had oh, a good time. That's a hell of a game. People pay eight grand for a good holiday, don't they? Oh, I suppose. 1,500 quid for snow. What are we saying? Uh, snow good. Snow good. Snow joke. Oh, dear. Snow worth it. Uh, Did snow <laughs> get me snow? <laughs> uh, but it's it's a lovely thing. Lovely thing for the manager to do. Yeah, I've, I've put down question mark. Question mark? Because I don't like him. All the way through it. I think he's the one that annoys me the most out of the band. The others keep themselves to themselves and just sort of... They don't actively disprint. Mm. They don't really vocalise their uh, their distaste, but Dan sort of does. He's quite happy to shoot him down. But then I thought about it, and I think everyone needs a friend like that. Yeah. Who's genuinely looking out for him. And I think throughout the tour, he he slowly starts to show himself as the one that's sort of trying to talk him out of doing this stupid tour I think he, he he shows in this in this few scenes in particular that he says you don't need this You people will like you even if you're not on the stage yeah um, which I thought was quite disingenuous because none of them have spent any time with him I know it, it's it's tough I, mean, I, I don't know if it's because now it's towards the end of the tour he's, he has kind of grown on him so he does actually like him now yeah, and that's why you're saying, "Well, I've made enough money. I'll, you know, at least it's not his money; it's my money." Yeah. Um, maybe the talk, maybe the documentary didn't show it. The bits yeah. where they got on well, stitch he, up. Yeah, oh, that's true. I mean, he he's the sort of guy that would tell you if you're on a night out and your breath was kicking, <laughs> or if you had a bogey. Yeah, yeah. he's that guy. Like so, I say, everyone needs a friend like yeah, that. Yeah. So you, it might always, you might not always be. The, the most pleasant but at the end of the day he's looking out for you yeah true facts so yeah in uh, the end I've put and that's good, where, good guy that's when we get to don't cry it's Christmas and we, the snow genuinely what a banger don't cry it's Christmas Santa's on his way though he's got a billion children 
I can listen to this all year round. And this was the the song that's been played in my house most, most during Christmas. Christmas. I did bang this on in the Christmas yeah. playlist. Uh, it's got to be done. Had a little. Um, I was yeah cooking Christmas dinner. I've yeah. had all the Christmas songs on. All the family are there. It's, it's quite a few of us. No one really into the office. I thought I can sneak this on just for myself. It's Christmas Day. Fuck it. I deserve it. Yeah. And uh, and this is sidles in. Is that a David Brent song? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it's his Christmas song. And in the end, and then afterwards, she's like, I really love that song. There you go. So, you know. There you go. Sue me. I've got here, and I'm not ashamed to admit. <laughs> you were. Brent, Brent, Brent's must face. Must have been in the hot tub. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Brent's face when the music comes down, the little look towards Emotional. the matchup. I genuinely had a tear in my eye. Yeah. When uh, he when he buys him a drink, the point at which after you know there's a the motion that you know you can see in his face. This is amazing. I'm loving this. Uh, it, it's made the whole tour worthwhile for him. And then when he goes into the bar after, sees Dan, goes to buy a drink, but then realizes that he's already, already bought him there. one. Oh, genuinely, there it. genuinely there was a tear in my yeah. eye. Um. I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah. And then when the band comes in, yeah, it's all like, yeah. he gets the acceptance that he's wanted that whole time. It was it was a lot like the Christmas special for me. That was the that was the Tim the and Dawn payoff. Um I've put yeah, the excellent. win for Brent. Is it the snow? Was it the beers? Was it the friends or was it just acceptance? Yeah. That's what he's wanted all along. And um But I'm glad you put that. I'm glad yeah. you you know I'm glad you're honest enough to say that. You know, People look at me and they go, oh. They see the double he, denim. They know, they know he, I'm rock and roll through and through. Oh, he, he does a podcast. He's tough. <laughs> um, but isn't Life on the Road a beautiful film? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I've got Life is a Collection of Beautiful Surprises, which, again, I thought was very, um, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I, I, think, I might get it tattooed on me. This is what I think is disappointing me about the ratings because... Ricky Gervais has a he has just a knack of creating characters that are so disliked but at the same time as being massively liked yeah you always want Brent to win even though he's a dickhead yeah but he's not a dickhead you he's just he's just he's just craving something that is already there he just needs that arm him. around his shoulder yeah and I think um, I don't know it's it's uh, it's it's genius to be able to create that and uh, he put that through the film brilliantly although the film isn't it's not it's not going to break any records in terms of box office because it's probably not built for that definitely not not with three and a half million but (laughs) But I think that that payoff at the end it is genuinely emotional it's um, yeah you can't not you can't not watch that and think yeah good on you mate and almost want to stand up and cheer for the guy just for getting a beer I mean who else can do that it does it does it did remind me of Derek again though (laughs) the smile is very Derek (laughs) And I know it's the same guy, it's yeah. the same actor. Of course it is, but it's, yeah, I, there's a moment I thought, oh, expect a little. It's the exact same thread on. that you can see through the majority of all of Ricky Gervais's work, I suppose, because you've got The Office, where Brent is a bit of a dickhead, but you want to see him succeed. Extras, exactly the same. Yeah. He's he's a bit of a narcissist. He's a bit of a. Uh, like very egotistical towards the end but at the same time you want to see Andy Millman 
you want to see him succeed. Yeah, you want to, yeah, um, definitely. D- Derek, I didn't watch all that much of, I'm not going to lie. But you can't root against someone with learning difficulties. It's a bit, bit much. Please um, don't make fun <laughs> of the disabled. And then Afterlife, you know, in there, he's a miserable old git, but at the same time, you can see why. And you kind of, you dislike him for being such an arsehole at times, but at the same time, you understand why and you 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 want him to be happy. It's empathy, isn't it? Yeah. He, manages, he, he captures empathy so well. In every... In every yeah, every you know, every facet of the, the work that he does, and he does it so well and so perfectly that even if if you break it right down, a lot of the time it's a similar story where you have someone that's maybe shouldn't be overly liked, and then you want him to succeed. He does in the end. Everything's brilliant. Yeah, you know, tears and eyes. Yeah, it's he's, he's got a formula and it works. Um, as for the rest of the gang. Dom gets himself a deal. Yeah, um, he's winning. Foregone conclusion. They go on top with Peter Andre. <laughs> um, and then I've got Brent goes on a date, gets back, and Finally, yeah. after a bit of a nudge from Nigel. Um, well, they're saying this. I, I haven't put down, but in between that, Jezza mugs him off. Yeah, it's not really. And then, uh, he didn't but, get signed by Simon Cowell. But Pauline does give him a water to the face, yeah. which Another again, nod. again, already I think wet. Is, I think it's a bit, <laughs> I was waiting for it. Jokes on her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, fair play. Um, although I do think that would end up being a HR issue. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. So. No. Although yeah, you know, Miriam seems a bit like she'd get behind the girls. Yeah, I think she wouldn't. She wouldn't take any bullying, so she'd probably get away with it in that way. Yeah, she seemed quite lenient. Not really one for um, the disciplinary. No, I think um, that's a solid, solid set of notes. I, I think so. I, I, I enjoyed it more than I remember. Yeah, I was. I, I was going to say that. I think I remember it. I remember the hype. I remember the excitement, and then I watched it, and then I thought. Yeah, I've watched it now. That's that's fine. Mm. Put that in the box. I've ticked it off. Yeah. But watching it again, and I don't know if that's down to the podcast we've been doing in the last year and having it back in my life a bit more fresh, maybe, and the love for Brent is more prominent at the moment, or it's just a bit better than I remember. Maybe there's I, a better understanding. There. I think it is better. That I think what you have is the first time you watch it, you think, oh my God, this is going to be like The Office, and then it's not like The Office, so yeah. you've got that disappointment. And you can't quite shake that disappointment. But then when you revisit it a couple of years later and watch it for what it is on its own, yeah, on its own merit, shot. then you can see that standalone, it's a decent film. It's not incredible. It's not, you know, it's not going to be anyone's favourite film of all time. Probably but, my favourite film. Of <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a very good time waster film, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, oh, easy, gotcha. it's easy watching. Easy watching. There are, um, there's a few good giggles in it. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, there's certainly there's certainly a fair few laughs, um, and then a little bit of emotion towards the end as well. Exactly. What, what more what, can you ask for? What more do you want? Um, yeah, I, I think it's actually done by with the with the box office and the the ratings, but I think they're comparing do? it to a different type of production, aren't they? That's the yeah. problem. It's in a yeah. category that it probably doesn't need to be. Maybe oh. it could have been another Christmas special. Potentially, a bit like yeah. a Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, I don't like Gavin and Stacey. Did you enjoy that? I, I probably didn't watch I it. I didn't watch it. Right. Shit. Um, 
Yes, yeah, we won't do that one in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so what, what are you giving it out of 10? Well, I think I, as I say, thoroughly enjoyed the revisit. I think the characterization of Brent and the the complexity and the levels that you get are undoubtedly genius. Um, I'm a huge fan of The Office anyway, so obviously I'm a big Brent fan and a, and I'm on board with the storyline and 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 I want Brent to succeed, as you said. So getting his wins at the end is a real big win for me. So I thought it was excellent. Um, six out of ten. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven. I think it was solid without being. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. E- it's is not, it? without being excellent. It's certainly yeah. not a bad film. Um, and I would equate it to, and this is where you can draw parallels with other similar things, like the Alan Partridge film. Yeah, they're cult films, aren't they? Alpha Papa, I got equally as excited about, and I remember being more disappointed with Alpha Papa than I was about this. Yeah, that makes sense. I was, but I think that's I think that's just natural, because it's it's the same character, but it's not the same. So it's yeah, the series you, have been so good. You can't they? you can't take it and compare it against the series because it's two different animals. Yeah, definitely, totally um, agree what I'd be interested to see is what the comparison is between like a life on the road and um, I don't know the human centipede something like that because <laughs> if those ratings are close then they're somewhat wrong well let's let's take a look <laughs> now that already that automatically filled in there you've been <laughs> you've been looking at that already um, human what, centipede uh, here we go human, ah fours human, human centipede 4.4 rotten tomatoes so it's only 8% different mm. 50% <sighs> let's have a look at Sharknado what's the worst yeah what's the worst thing with this <laughs> film that you can think of Sharknado 78% rotten tomatoes <sighs> what about like an eight legged freaks that's or... mental that's the last one I'm doing that's mental who thinks Sharknado is more of a laugh than we are <laughs> Yeah, A Legged Feast, 48, shit. Shit. Which is good because it is absolute crap. Yeah, okay, um, that's good. Snakes on a Plane, that's another one. Uh, I could do this all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're so, yeah. we're going to hope to uh, get some of the cast of the film on. There's a, a couple of things that we're kind of in discussions with and working on. Um, we've we've got, sent them emails. What are you earning? <laughs> we'll double it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bunch are you on? Um, All right, we're talking blunts. We're not so, talking English. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna uh, we're gonna look into that. We obviously want we want to get Nev on. Nev Nev for me is up there with my my main targets. Yeah. And um, we've got hashtag get Nev on. We've got some uh, guests lined up for some other great podcasts. Um, yeah, twenty twenty is looking yeah action packed. Yeah, fun packed. It's it's been pretty mental with Christmas and that sort of thing. So diary clashes have happened and whatever. But we've got a decent set of guests lined up um, for some of our super fan episodes and some interesting interesting people as well that have some decent insights. So yeah, always looking, looking for for new insight. Um, and if there's anything you want to see from us, obviously get in touch. Um, we've kind of hit a an end of the office really now, Brent, haven't we? I mean, to a certain extent, I think yeah. I think we can look into more detail at the album. Yeah, we can certainly do that. Maybe do like a desert island disc style <laughs> uh, life on the road album review. 
Um, or what was it? Was it uh, on Radio 1 when um, I reckon it was Annie Mack used to play them all in full and talk about it? No, I, I, might, be, I might be wrong on that, but someone definitely used to do it. Or was it... Um, you lost me. Who was the, the South African guy or Kiwi, New Zealand guy? No idea. Zane Lowe? Zane Lowe, yeah. Was it him? He used to do those uh, yeah, power albums. If he, if he did, I didn't listen to him. Cause it, used to, it used to be on when I was lifeguarding. Uh, and it was either go. that or fish come out of a fucking hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, it's a tough one. Yeah. I went and got the net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well... Follow us on Twitter at out of office pod underscore. Um, yep. And, and if get... you've got any thoughts on the film yourselves, we haven't really discussed that. So that's a new avenue maybe to open up the discussions. Yeah, absolutely. On the forum. We, we, we still get all the emails dribbling in. So yeah, gmail.com. So yeah, send them in. We've also got an Instagram that we never really plugged, do we? Instagram never really took off for podcasting, did it? It wasn't really the profile platform for no, us. It's not ideal. Also quite lazy. Yeah, I think I mean that was the nub of it. Is uh, yeah, we did plan to do more and we just couldn't be bothered. We need money. <laughs> I mean, what bunch you on? I need Absolutely. real good motivation to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, yeah, thanks guys. It's been an incredible year. Um, for me, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that that's the the takeaway is is considering this has been one year now of, of podcasting. I don't know how many episodes we've done. Twenty seven, I think now. Something um, like that. And you know, it, it sounds it sounds pathetic, but just getting the listens, getting the interaction with you guys. Um, and forgetting the charts, even though wow, it is nice. Let's not forget them all together. It is not. It is nice to be seeing us at, at the top of the charts. And and as sad as it is, Christmas number one for me was massive. Yeah. Um, I'm now here in my in my house. My mum. <laughs> my mum thinks I'm famous. Christmas number one. Um, so yeah, that that was great. Um, and it it does mean a lot. Um, yeah, just us yeah. two us two divs making this. Wow, um, speak for yourself. But you know. Yeah. It's yeah, it's massive, and 2020 will continue with bringing you the stuff that you hopefully love. Exactly, and please do share it. Tell your friends if you've got people who like the office. If you're in all those office forums on uh, on Facebook, then uh, then give us a nod. Um, we always want to we always want to bring more, you know, into the community. Yeah, that's sort of how we see it. So um, yeah, happy New Year, and um, see you next time. Ta-ra.